0: welcome to another episode of a dope girls guide where we stay dedicated original particular and excellent in all that we do this is your girl natasha g here at a dope girls guide we discuss tips tools and have candid discussion on life purpose and how to do it with excellence enjoy another episode of a dope girls guide It's your girl Natasha G from A Dope Girl's Guide, where we are going to be doing our series on racism. We started a little bit of it last week. Today, we are going to be talking about racism and mental health. So stay tuned for another episode of A Dope Girl's Guide. Hey, y'all. I am not excited. I I'm at a sobering place right now. Usually I realize I start my episodes and I'll be like, hey, y'all, it's Natasha G. I'm so excited. I'm not excited. I am feeling um, a tad bit lost. I'm feeling a tad bit um, just trying to find words to put everything together, all of these pieces together, and... um, trying to figure out what that looks like for everybody and for myself. And so today's episode is going to be on racism and mental health and how we as um, the Black community can come together and ensure that our wellness and our mental health is at its optimal level because it's needed more and more now. Um, One of the things that I was talking to a friend about is um, dealing with this, idea of systematic racism, it's kind of like going through a grieving process. I think uh, me, myself, working in the education industry um, and being able to touch various areas of, you know, community, I realized that identifying that there's systematic racism in its entirety, in its um, truth in actual examples, um, in tangible experiences that are written down on paper. I think reading them and rereading them and hearing people talk about it and going on Instagram and seeing what's happening, watching the videos, having people talk about what it really means to be Black in today's society, it's kind of like grieving. It's like we're mourning, um, semi we're mourning the death and resurrection of who we believed ourselves to be, and why I say that is because it's like we all knew that there was racism, but to see it actually being written down and people actually vocalizing and we're coming together now as a community like the the world has been practically shut down, and to see that this is a real issue, which we knew was an issue i mean if you're already aware of issues that if you're already aware of racism and you know you're black I think you already know that you are already you know um you already experienced anti-oppression you already experienced sorry oppression you already experienced microaggressions in your workplace so it's nothing new but I think we're all kind of realizing that we've been functioning we've been surviving and it's just crazy because when I look at it I'm like and, and I gave my friend the example. It's like, when you know your husband is cheating on you, he's been cheating on you for years, and then I guess the mistress actually calls you and says, hey, you know, I have your husband's child or whatever, I just want you to know. It's like that. It's like we all know it's happened, it's happening, but the reality of it is hitting us, smacking us, kicking us in our face, and we cannot run away from it. White individuals can't run away from it, and we can't run away from it. So where we were dealing, where we were functioning from the place of survival, I now want to encourage us to function from the place of of coping, effective coping skills, and being able to um, navigate in a healthy level, on a healthy level, a healthy playing field, and. I want to address why that's important. You know, I was talking to my friend and I was like, listen, this is just too much. It's too heavy. It's too ridiculous. It's too much. And she was like, listen, as long as we have a plan, continue planning, continue plowing, continue to have a vision and going towards it. Hope is always restored. And I think it goes to calling and it goes to purpose. As long as you have a purpose, it's not like you won't have moments of feeling defeated, but you will always get up and go as long as you're continuing to work at something it leaves you accountable and I think I spoke a little bit about that in my previous episode where I was speaking about motherhood and balance it was like um Sophia spoke a little bit about understanding that you know, when you the more work you put into something, and the more money and the more sacrifices you put into something, it's like at least you accountable continue to continue to plow at something. So many of us are re, are starting our plans. We're recalibrating. We're reorganizing, and I want to encourage everybody to do that. But where it concerns our mental health and our wellness, it is vitally important that we plug out, plug ourselves, and take ourselves away from. Social media because it can put a toll on your emotions, it can put a toll on your mental health. And there's something that happens when your body's stressed out naturally. Sorry, when your mind is stressed out, naturally your body becomes stressed out and you feel the effects of that. It's kind of like when you don't sleep and when you don't get good rest, your body is affected by it. It's the same way with rest. So, it's important for us to plug out of Instagram, plug out of Twitter, plug out of YouTube, plug out of every access everything that is external from us and plug within ourselves and to find ways that we can actually restore ourselves and replenish. So if there's one word I would put to it, it's replenishing, it's restoring, it's filling up. And so I really want to, I really want to talk about ways in which I restore myself and I replenish. I come off of social media. I'm not, I don't watch anything. I plug out of that and I just focus on what's happening in my current daily life. And I set up scenarios in my life where I can um, create particular luxuries like peace, like just being in the solitude of my own mind, in the solitude of my own space. And now your mind may play tricks on you where it's like, maybe I'm just wanting to just not deal and I'm wanting to escape. Sometimes you do have to escape. We can't ever hide from racism or systematic racism because we live in it, but we will not be effective individuals and effective stewards of that which we need to do in our calling and our purpose if we don't do what we need to do for our wellness. So I encourage you, do um, self-care strategies and self-care tools. Take a long bath, take a walk. That's what I do. Find some some things to plant, water plants, just sit by yourself, listen to some music, dance, cook. Put yourself in a situation where your mind has, is cleared from, clear your mind of the things that are affecting your mindset, that are affecting you, that are affecting, that are bringing emotions out of you, that are not going to be effective for your daily life. If you're too much, if you're consumed by it, way too much, if we're consumed by videos of police brutality and all we see is things that we need to change. If you are a person that is passionate about change, you, it's going to affect you. So it's important that if there is a conversation that is being had that you don't feel comfortable having, even though you feel it's needed to be had, I encourage you to mention to whoever it is, you know, right now, I don't want to speak about that or just cut the conversation short or don't speak about it for too long because you know that it's affecting you. I'm talking, I'm not talking about not being able to put yourself in an uncomfortable place for a certain period of time, but I'm saying know your bandwidth, know that which you are able to handle. If you're realizing that you are talking to individuals and you feel like you're, you realize you're short, tempered, you realize you're impulsive, That's probably a sure sign that you need to take time out to figure out how you can get back to clear ground, how you can get back to yourself. So, um, yeah, I would definitely encourage you to do those strategies. Take Take a long bath, take a shower, just take time for yourself. Anything that's taking you away from that thing that's stressing you is um effective right and knowing when you want to go back to knowing how you're going to approach things when you go back and also to knowing which things to let in because some things are just not effective for your growth for instance if you're already working towards something watching something and indulging maybe in a conversation that is not productive for where you you need to go is definitely Um, something that you would need to not be a part of, right? So I was talking to a friend of mine and she was like, listen, you're the last person I'm talking to for the day. I'm plugging away. I'm going to go take my kids to swimming. And it is okay. I want to say to the Black community, it is okay to take rest. It is okay to say that I am stressed out. It is okay to say that you're overwhelmed. And it's okay to say that you are not okay. And it's okay to call someone And to not act like you're strong. And that's one of the survival tactics that we've used for a long time, which is, I think that I'm coping, but I'm actually surviving. And there's a difference between effective coping skills and sheer survival. Effective coping skills says, this is overwhelming. I'm stressed out. I need to take a break. Effective um, coping skills. Is being able to use words such as I am sad, I'm upset, I'm feeling confused, I'm feeling displaced, I'm feeling alone, using descriptive words to express that which you are feeling is very important for our community and very important for creating a new narrative. We talk about systematic racism and how it's so deep-rooted, but a lot of in addition to that, not but but in addition to that, in as in in addition to that, the black community, we need to come together from a approach of healing, healing ourselves from that which we've experienced, our um, post-traumatic stress situations that we've experienced in our immediate families, in our current workplaces. It's important for us to address how we are going to deal with it. We cannot necessarily change that which we've already experienced, but going forward, we can choose to be that change. And part of being that change is being able to communicate how you're feeling. I think um, that's one of the reasons why a lot of people shun away from therapy. And in the new generation of individuals like myself and the people that I call my friends and my co-circle is that the, 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 the difference between maybe our parents and the newer generation is we're understanding that therapy is a simple, simply an outlet by which you're able to communicate your feelings that you wouldn't on a regular day. You wouldn't with people in your current circle because of maybe the inability to be vulnerable. And that simply is what therapy is. So I encourage all of us to set yourself up in therapeutic situations where you are journaling, where you writing down how you're feeling, create maybe a audio of An audio, um, a voice recording where you can just basically say how you're feeling. It's vitally important that we allow and release the negative experiences and the way in which we're feeling to be released out of our temples and out of our bodies so that we can create new spaces for positive um, words, positive experiences, because if if your current state is clouded by negativity, there's no room for anything else. And so it's important for us to clear and cleanse ourselves and basically detox yourself. And that detox process is being able to express that which you feel and being able to find words um, to describe that. I think a lot of times in the Black community or individuals that are mainly oppressed, the word that we use is anger most times. And sometimes... And we understand from a psychological and a social perspective that anger is the fruit of that which is so... Uh, anger is the fruit of something that is so much deeper because the roots of that is sadness. The roots of it is disappointment. The roots of it is, um, is is vulnerability, lack of vulnerability. The root of it is fear. And so if we can create new words and new and get in tune with how we are feeling and what those words are as a community, I think it's vitally important and we are then liberating ourselves so that we can do the work we need to do because if we aren't filled up and if we aren't at the strong place that we need to be to create the change that is needed in this world, it's null and void. Whatever we're doing is pointless. And then there's burnout because now, you know, if you're just filled with anger and you're not able to filter out those feelings, you are then tunnel vision and you're not able to see things from all ends. You know, there's something about being able to come into a room or come into a space with 2020 vision or come into a space with clear eyes and a clear air and just a clear body. You see things differently. It's kind of like When you clean maybe a messy space, you start realizing items in the space that you would have lost or you didn't realize was there or you're like, I didn't know that spot was on the wall because now the space is cleared out. So it gives you the opportunity to to see things from a clear perspective. So I really felt the need to um, share the importance of our mental health, the importance of exercising what that looks like, exercising Being able to shift from survival to effective coping skills as a community, as a people that are wanting to mobilize, organize, and um, conquer and just be successful people. Uh, I leave us with this thought. Um, I was watching a video that's really going viral and it's this girl. She's actually an author. I I should know her name. She talks a little bit about racism and what really it is. And um, she talks about racism is basically playing a game in a monopoly and for 400 rounds, no matter what house or no matter what property is being landed on, you cannot buy it. And basically that's what racism is and she goes into a a little deeper in terms of being able to not have opportunity and then when you have the opportunity to buy property it's either burnt down or taken from you and so basically the contract of the game the rules of the game are then rigged to the benefit of in our uh, in our world now in our white counterparts it was then it's then ruled in their favor and so as a result it leaves the black community as we see as at a disadvantage and so i was she talks a little bit further further about the importance of us being able to make a choice and being able to live mediocre if we want to and i think it's important for us to now shift in terms of our mindsets to be like you know what um it's 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 we we now need to be um be shift to living successful lives, not from a place of struggle, but from a place of true access and true liberation. And how we can do that is being able to address issues within ourselves, anxiety that this brings, um, discomfort, anger. We cannot do that and we cannot mobilize and we cannot be effective. And we cannot, if we want to choose to live a mediocre life, um, choose to um, have options and not take them we cannot do that if we aren't strong in our mental health so I end on that note uh, I, I just encourage everybody to continue to stay hopeful continue to stay true to your vision continue to stay true to your purpose and stay tuned for our next segment uh, which is an additional part of the podcast which is bold moves which we'll continue to have on for the rest of um um the podcast so stay hopeful stay strong stay bold stay excited about what is going to be transpiring for the black community i am unbelievably excited um for what we have in store for us our ancestors people that have fought in the civil rights movements names we know names we do not know um it's we are we're going to find liberation This is Bold move segment where we highlight moments in our lives where people have used their voice or their actions to triumph over their fear. So this segment I'm gonna be playing, this little snippet is from an 11 year old and it talks about, she's basically talking about how racism has affected her. So this is why it's important for us to make sure as adults our wellness and our mental health is at the place where it needs to be so that we can equip the next generation to speak as boldly as she spoke. So, enjoy.
1: I just want to talk, be here to talk about what's going on around the world right now. This is a question. Should we not feel safe, comforted, and Being able to be helped by police. I'm very confused to the reason why polices are the way they are. I didn't know that just because of skin color, they're allowed to kill us. I never knew that. And it hurts because George Floyd said, stop, I can't breathe. And they still had their knee in his neck. It's sad. It really is. I know we work for who we are, and God warned us with the skin color we have because he wanted us to be that way. We should all be the same, not be the same as in, personality, look the same, color the same? No, the same as in treated the same. I don't like that when it comes to skin color and who we are, we get disrespected like this. It's really sad that we're not allowed to be safe by the polices and we have to be killed and hurt and not be rested in peace by the polices. When people are being protested and they're like trying to say, please stop, and they keep going on and making it worse, life just is even more miserable. People should be able to go online and be happy for what they're seeing. People with different skin colors embracing the way they are, it doesn't matter if they're Indian, they're black, they're white, they're Chinese, wearing anything they want, looking the way they look, we shouldn't be treated this way and it really hurts and I'm sorry to say that this is going around and I don't know I feel like all of us have a lot on our plates right now there's a coronavirus going around and I don't care black lives matter and every other skin color matters and the police don't think that So I'm very sad to hear this and I'm sorry to other people that don't trust me with this and don't believe me. But my opinion is my opinion. What I think is what I think. You guys can have your own brains. You guys can be racist to be on your sides with the police or not. But I'm just saying to my heart only and to the environment, it's not healthy. It really isn't. And I'm sad to say this again, black lives matter and every other life matters. Please just make this stop and police be who you guys need to be. I'm sick of hearing that because of people's skin color and because someone rebuttals for something disrespectful that you guys do, we get killed for it or we get put in jail for it it's so just silly please polices work for what you guys need to do and stop black lives and every other lives matters so please stop what's going around in
0: the world